Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world won't listen. We shine. Today is Thursday, January 11th, 2024. It is Group Chat Thursday. I don't know about y'all, but the group chats have been popping uh, already in 2024. A lot of things to talk about, lots of things to discuss. Um, and we are going to get into that. First, on a more somber note, but very focused note, it is National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. Today, now I have to like turn a corner to talk about funny things. So let's just take a moment. All right. We have a treat for you on today's show. Our headliner of the week is the legendary George Wallace, who is joining us in the group chat. We'll get his unfiltered thoughts on Teray Hart, Kevin Hart's ex-wife, going on tour with Cat Williams. You know, we had to bring a real icon on the mic in the building today. Our group chat topic of the week is, does being a cheerleader for your partner mean dimming your own light? And we're also going to talk about sex, baby. I know we never really talk about that because this is a this is a, a family show, uh, but that's how you make a family. <laughs> so we're going to get into it, all right? All that is coming up later. We're going to be right here with y'all for a few hours. So join us and rock out with us and call us 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's a group chat Thursday, and I want to welcome to the show our headliner of the week, the legendary comedian actor, George Wallace. Hello, 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 everybody. It's always an honor to be around you, George. You are just a light in every room. So we are so happy to have you here. Uh, I just want to say, though, George been at this you know, for a very, very, very long time, and I love seeing that you continue to still do what you love. You're executive producing a TV show called Clean Slate. Uh, You are also uh, performing in Akron, Ohio on Dr. King weekend. I mean, Mm -hmm. and you know, you still are, you even be on social media. You know, a lot of cats be like, oh, I can't do the socials. You know, that's for the kids. That's for the kids. But George, it it is for the kids, but I like the kids. The kids come to my show and they bring their parents because they've never seen their parents laugh. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that real. amazing? That's real. It's true. I'm trying to think. I mean, my mom is a my mom is a fool. So I did see my mom laugh because my mom be clowning. But I know a lot of people, a lot of kids, yeah, their parents be my dead dad serious. Don't laugh. My Amanda, dad. did your mama tell you? Did your mama tell you I'm your real daddy? <laughs> that would be a relief, actually. Uh, I'd love for that to that'd be great news. <laughs> that'd be great news. All right. Well, we gotta ask you first and foremost. You know, a lot of people have been asking, oh, Amanda, you know, what do you think about this Cat Williams conversation? What do you think about all of this, et cetera, et cetera? And I just feel like, you know what? 
that it ain't it ain't for me to say. But you are an icon. You are a legend. And when it comes to comedy, I mean, you was doing it long before Cat and everybody he was talking about. So what do you have to say, if anything, about basically anything he said? Because he said a lot. Well, basically, my world is all about, you know, I come from the advertising and promotion world. I think it's good for everybody. I mean, it's mm. negative press, but mm. I think it's business. Cat is very smart and it's creating uh, a need for, for, for talk and America's talking. And I think that's a good thing. I'm pissed off at him because he didn't put my name in there. That's what I'm mad at. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of folks are talking about just the idea of, of stealing jokes and what it means to really like be original, et cetera. You've been at this for so long. Like how have you continued to stay original? Cause I feel like, you know, that's something that a lot of folks feel like is not possible. They always say no idea is original. Well, you know, no, they do say that, but you know, I do, uh, I have, I've, I wanted to be a comedian since six years old, and I thank God to, uh, that I'm living my passion, my dream, and I teach all the young kids, make sure you enjoy your life, okay? And I thank God for what I do, and, and I always choke up, choke up when I say this, because basically all I do is lie. I just love to lie. I love to make up stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, it's just, when you lie, and you know they say when you lie, you got to tell another lie, that don't bother me. That don't bother me at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, that's just creativity. That's just yeah, creativity. Life is a lie. Everything you do, you look around and you go, that's a lie. That's not true. Since you've been a kid. I talked about that all the time. Since you went to church, first lie you heard was the preacher walk up in the pulpit with the Bible in his hand and say, I won't be long. That's just not out a lie. You've been lying <laughs> all your life. I mean- <laughs> One-a-day one vitamins. One-a-day vitamins. Read the directions. What does it say? Take two. I love it. There you go. There you go, y'all. You heard it from the G, the OG. All right, George Wallace. When we get back, George, I don't know if you know this, but after all of this talk that Kevin Hart, I mean, that Cat Williams said about Kevin Hart, his wife says she gonna go on tour with Cat Williams in open form. And we wanted to talk about pettiness. Like, when is it just too far or when is it just all all jokes so we gonna get george wallison on this when we get back right here to the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up welcome back to the amanda seal show i am amanda seals and it is a group chat thursday and we are joined by legendary comedian actor producer george yes, sir. yes sir. okay so hello george. everybody hello how are you doing? You good? I feel good all over. I'm in uh, Akron, Ohio, and I feel good all over. <laughs> that is the truth. That is, and they call it the Akron Canton International Airport. Only thing international in Akron is the House of Pancakes. Let's get that straight, okay? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Here's a random uh, story about Akron. My aunt, growing up in Grenada, they were taught that Akron made tires, I think? This was like taught in school in Grenada. So like she moved to America, like wanting to go to Akron, Ohio, because she had heard so so much of it in school. And finally she went. (laughs) Yes. Amanda, this is very important and it is not funny. Let's make it perfectly clear. Akron, Ohio was known many years for being the uh, uh, rubber capital of the world. Goodyear, Firestone, all of the tires, uh, they all came out of Akron, Ohio. Firestone rubber 
put me through college. So it's very important that your aunt did the right thing, wanting to come to, to Akron, Ohio, to see this. Because transportation is the number one industry in the world. Did you know that? Yeah. See? Most Professor people Supreme think it's oil. Did. Most people think it's oil or the auto industry. But transportation is the number one industry in the world. Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? Some people feel like it's not nice that uh, Kevin Hart's ex-wife, Tori Hart, is planning to go on tour with Cat Williams for his Dark Matter tour. Now, why uh, why why are they not, why why do people think it's not nice? I think it's the greatest promotion ever. People are nosy. People love negativity, mm. and they want to see it. I would go see that show just to see what happens. <laughs> what do you, what do we think could happen? Nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna be just a a show, and you're gonna say, "Well, she did a good show." It's gonna be like when you and I work together. I'll do my spot. He'll do his spot. It'll be a great show. It's just amazing. People just want to know why would he invite her out? Why not? I would love to do that. I think that's I controversial. Like- I love controversial stuff. Why do you love controversial stuff? Because it, we're talking about it, aren't we? Mm, that's a fact. That's a so fact. when I went to Las Vegas, I'm the first person to put my advertising five trucks back to back to back to back to back to back. And people said, that's stupid. Why don't you spread them out? Well, why are you talking about it? True, true, true. We talking so about Kat it. So therefore, bring, yeah, Kat's going to put butts in the seats and she's going to be uh, become more popular. Good for you know what? Actually, now that you put it this way, it doesn't feel petty. It just feels strategic. Strategic. Oh my Amanda says you are so smart. Strategic. That's exactly what it is. And my hat says I'd be thinking. That's my job. It's promoting. (laughs) You gotta be creative to be in this world also. And that's very creative. A fact. Well, when we get back, I want to hear your thoughts on uh the lineup could be like who else could go out with Cat Williams or actually you know what I don't even want to hear about that I want to hear like who would your dream lineup be that's what I want to hear when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show keep it locked the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show I am Amanda Seals and uh, we are joined by George Wallace the legend you know, when they talk about comedians, like, so when you're a comic, like, people are always asking you, like, how long you been doing comedy? How long you been doing comedy? How long? If you you only been doing comedy for 10 years, you a baby. You only been doing comedy for 20 years, you a baby. <laughs> like, that's always how it is. But someone like George, like, you really are a veteran in this. And how have you managed to continue to stay, like, it, I feel like everybody loved George Wallace. Like you don't, you ain't never in beefs. Like I don't feel like anyone's ever, ever like, oh yeah, remember when they blacklisted George Wallace? Like, how have you managed to stay in this as long as you have and continue to be so loved? Basically, I'm an independent person. I do my own thing. I'm not in the game. I don't go to all of those crazy ass. Mm. I'm sorry, watch my language. Those crazy parties and things like that. But I do my own thing. It's like going to Las Vegas and creating my own show. And I was, they called me the new Mr. Vegas. And I never worked for the hotels. I own all my shows in Las Vegas. I pretty much do my own thing. I do what I want to do when I want to do. And I'm the most successful comedian you've ever met. It's not how much money you make. It's how you enjoy your life while you're living. And I'm so blessed to do what I want to do when I want to do whatever I want to do. Yes. Did y'all hear that, that. Jim? I like that. Did y'all hear that, Jim? (laughs) Let me tell you something. Comedians don't, you don't need, your goal should not to be number one. You see how much hell comes with number one? Richard <laughs> Pryor, Michael Jackson, 
Everybody that's number one, does 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 luggage. It's like the airlines charge you for luggage, and you don't need that luggage. You just need to be on your way up the mountain. You don't need to be at the top of the mountain. Even Dr. King said he was at the top of the mountain the night before he died. Oh wow! He said, "I've seen it. Wow, I've seen the mountaintop." Dang, George. I went to the top of the mountain. I ain't seen nothing. I just looked over. I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> Listen, Dave Chappelle went to the top of the mountain and went to South Africa. He was like, I'm, I don't need it. I, I don't want it. I'm out. I'm out. This is true. And you see, Dave is his own man, and he's doing what he wants to do. He doesn't give a damn about what people, excuse my language, and for me to be a Christian, I just got saved yesterday. So I'm not quite used to. <laughs> <laughs> but George, people are like, oh, you know, comedians, black comedians beefing. This is a bad look for us culturally. Do you feel like it matters? Do white do white comics beef with each other? They do, but we just don't hear it. You know, we have our own medium too. But, uh, you know, they do. They fight all the time. But this is good for us. It's okay. The Steve Harvest, everybody. I don't like to hear it, but press is good for everybody. In the long run, this is good for Kevin. It's good. You know, when when Will slapped Chris Rock, it became good for everybody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, well, Chris, not, I don't know about Chris because Chris is never going to, it's never going to leave his mind, his head, you know, because 30 years from now, Chris could be driving down the street, listening to the radio and here comes the Gap Band. Oops, oops your head and said, oops, he's going to be reminded, you know, so it's, it's a little different. For, for, and then Chris going to turn it to a white station and Pat Benatar is going to be singing, hit me with your best shot. <laughs> oh, man. It's true, though. That's that's why it's funny. It's funny because so it's you true. See, everybody kept, everybody that he cat talked about is now popular. Everybody want to talk to everybody. Have you ever had beef with another comic? You don't have to say their name, but have you ever had beef with another comic? Well, I've been doing comedy for a long time. I do a bit and I walk out with a yellow legal pad and I do my jokes and I go, that's funny. That's funny. I'm going to try some new jokes. Might be funny. Might not. I don't care. I got to try these new jokes. I did it on Arsenio in 1993. I said, I got to try these new jokes because I'm doing Letterman next week. I got to make sure they work. (laughs) Got you. So I would write down work real good. Work real good. Needs work. Then I would say, Joke's funny, audience sucks. But then there's another comedian that's doing it. And, and I like him, he's doing a good job. But people are accusing me of stealing his bit. When I started a bit before he was even born. So what happens in that type of situation? Do you go, do you like try and talk to that comedian directly? I did, we had a little beef up front, but you know what I said? <laughs> I'll just say it on TV and make everybody know who's the father mm. of the joke and continue doing it. Mm. Well, so that's what I thought. I, said, I know you may see another comedian do it, but I'm the father of this. I started this before that comedian okay. was born. And he's a very nice guy, too, to be honest. George, I really appreciate you taking, spending time with us. Now, y'all know how it goes down. Our headliner of the week, you're going to check them out on the on For the Record, and they're going to go to the back of the class. So you're going to hear more from George Wallace, and you're also going to get the opportunity to check out George Wallace this weekend in Akron, Ohio. He will be at LeBron James Club with Marsha Warfield. So make sure you get your tickets and go get you some good comedy. Thank you so much, George. We'll see you on For the Record on Friday right here on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. 
Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for Celebrity Confessions. All right, what, did, what, what, what madness <laughs> did a celebrity say this week that y'all want me to guess? Okay, here we go. This rapper says he's remaining celibate in 2024 and has no plans to have sex for the foreseeable future. He says he recently thought of a project that has the potential to be so monumental that he's placing all of his focus and energy into seeing its fruition. He says his new idea is so big that he doesn't have time to be distracted. He posted this earlier this week on his Instagram. He also says, quote, I'm practicing abstinence. I've been meditating and focusing on my goals. I hope this new year helps you excel to that next level, too. That's a lot of sex that he was expecting to have if it was going to distract him from doing a whole album. You don't understand. Um, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> maybe I, I clearly ain't been having the best little of sex. Um, I haven't. All right. I is this little Nas X? No, 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 no. You're so far off. You're so okay. Far. Okay. So then, if it, if I'm so far off, is this Rick Ross? No, no. He has a problem with Rick Ross. Is this Meek Mill? No, Mick Mill and Rick Ross are good. Okay, for some reason, I thought there was some type of like, you know, beef with Mick Mill. No, Mick this Mill has been a long going problem. A long like, going yeah, problem? Yeah, they've been going at it for about 15 years now. I didn't even know people didn't like Rick Ross. There was somebody. Oh, that yeah, was- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my. Okay, so this person has beef with Rick Ross. He's also not going to be slanging beef. Um. <laughs> See what you did there. (laughs) Another clue is he might be one of the most petty people ever in the history of hip hop. So many. One of the most petty people in the history. Petty. Drake. No, Drake's not petty to this. Drake is absolutely petty. No, no, Um, no. Who is a petty person in hip hop? I'm surprised you. I don't know why I'm stumped on this. You just said this is the pettiest person in pettiest hip-hop. person ever. I don't even. Oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm you got disappointed. Me. I'm. You got me. This is Fifty Cent. Oh, that is the pettiest person. <laughs> Fifty Cent. Yes, yes that is 50 it. Cent 50 said Cent. He's remaining celibate this year. He wants to concentrate on the Stars Power spinoffs, raising Kanan, Force, BMF, all of those projects. And he's he's working and he wants to stay focused. And you know what? Salute to him because I think that is one of the hardest things to do as a man is to... Really? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're right. popping. If you're popping, 50 Cent probably. He's been popping for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like... He's been popping for a long time. I feel like, um, I mean, I don't know if I can't speak for all women, but like I can definitely just like not. 
It's probably hard for a rapper. Like what? 50 Cent? You know how much sex 50 Cent has had? Probably. Like, do you yeah. understand? <laughs> like the the levels. And not yeah. even like you know how much. Like you know how what type yeah. of sex 50 I Cent can has only had? Imagine. Yeah, so I feel like there's also just kind of like, all right, let me just try something different. You, he's probably had so much sex that abstinence is the freakiest thing you can do at this point. <laughs> and, and, you know, 50 Cent does have a girlfriend. Her name is Cuban Link. Yeah, boy. And she recently yeah. posted that a uh, message about, about change. So, you know, maybe they've had a conversation mm. about changing their sex life. If I'm with you, we together, and we was smashing before, and we just stopping, I'm trying to think in what scenario would that be the conversation? Like, why would we need to do that? I can't come up with anything. But maybe y'all have some insight. Hit me up, 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Call me up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and it's a holiday weekend. It is Dr. King weekend, which is why you heard the cadence of happy Thursday because Dr. King's weekend is really what the song happy birthday is about when Stevie Wonder made that song. I know some people don't really know that, but if you actually listen to the lyrics, that's what he's talking about because there was a whole real big pushback against there being a federal holiday for Dr. Martin Luther King. Actually, to this day, uh, to my knowledge, Arizona does not regard it as a federal holiday. Like they do not acknowledge it. They do not uh, take the day off. But for the most part, the rest of us do. Arizona's hating. Uh, but when we sing, Stevie Wonders, Happy Birthday, we are actually singing for Dr. Martin Luther King to get that day yes. of recognition. Yes. All right. Uh, we want to also wish a happy birthday today to Mary J. Blige. We love Mary J. I'm doing the Mary right now. I'm doing the Mary right now. <laughs> and uh, it is also Sharif O'Neal, the son of Shaquille O'Neal and Shawnee O'Neal. It is his birthday. Did you know okay. he's six foot ten? Wow. Dang, six foot ten. He is not driving a Prius. I'll tell you that. At all. all right. <laughs> Coming up this hour in the group chat, we're going to get into our group chat topic of the week. Is being a cheerleader for your partner requiring you to dim your light? All right. We're going to get into that hot topic. It's a hot, hot topic. All right. And y'all had definitely some things to say about it. So we'll go to the phone lines. All right. Keep it locked right here. Don't forget, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to listen, laugh and learn on the Amanda Seals show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. And it is time for the group chat topic of the week. Okay, so <laughs> this is what sparked this group chat topic. Over the holiday, 
There was an episode of the Pivot Podcast that aired where Simone Biles and her husband, Jonathan Owens, were talking about just like their relationship. Uh, and they were they asked Jonathan, like, how did things pop off in the beginning? And this was his response. Didn't know who she was at the time, but like the first thing that I saw was that she just had a bunch of followers. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, she got to be good. If yeah. I promise you, I'm a, I'm a real life story. When she won the Olympics, I was in college and... We didn't have NBC. We didn't have Olympic channels. And we're in camp. We're in camp. Late, late, late July, early August. So I'm not paying attention to, you know, so I never would have had a moment to where I would have watched, like, you know. Jonathan, I'm going to let you finish your story, man. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, man, she she messaged me. This is like a Tuesday. And we, we, we were texting back and forth. And then we hung out Friday, man. And um, we couldn't do much as COVID happened. Everything was shut down. So um, she came through down um, down to Houston. She lived in the suburbs. So she had to drive about 45 minutes to me. Um, then the rest is history, man. So so you was really the catch in... I always say we the men the catch, man. I always say we the catch, man. Yeah, so she really booked you. She did, though. All right, all right. Now, here. <laughs> they baited him. They baited him into that. <laughs> you keep saying that, but like, can you be baited? He would like when I tell the story. It's a difference between when you're in the relationship and then when you tell the story of how you met. Here's yeah. the thing: the humility and the humbleness comes in you being able to recognize how you was off in the beginning. Like if it was me and I mm. met the greatest. I don't know. Like, let's say I met like the greatest skier of all time. Okay. I don't, I don't, I'm not about snow like that. So yeah. I don't know that they the greatest slalomer of all time. Let's say, right. So Supreme asked me like, how'd y'all meet? How'd y'all meet? I'm gonna tell you how it would go. If I, you, if I did um, Mr. Snow, snow blades meet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to front. When Mr. Snowblades swiped right on me, I did not know that he was the greatest skier of all time. Okay. And I was really like, I, I'm just not in that world. So I didn't know. And um, so that was to, that was my my blind side, you know. And then, you know, when we started talking and uh, we started learning more about each other, I, I got to Googling and was like, hold up. Okay. I'm talking to the greatest skier of all time. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, this is, this is dope. Feel You're me? bigging him up. You're bigging him up while <laughs> at the same time saying, at first, I didn't know who he was, but then you bigging him. I got you, guys. But I'm also acknowledging that, like, me not knowing who they was, that's my slice. That's one, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got <laughs> like, you. I got you. Not like, yeah, you know, it's just what it is. Like, I just didn't know. Yeah. But you know, that's not where people really had an issue with the dimming of the light. It's right here. It's yeah. right here. Yeah. Let's hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me get her. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get her in chat. A couple years, nobody is going to call him. Simone Biles husband they'll call me Jonathan Owen's wife speaking of okay so here's what our topic is this week <laughs> when does being a cheerleader for your partner become dimming your light mm. now I will say this I just want to get you I just want you to put in a little two cents on this before we go to a break now a lot of men felt like this was not an example of her dimming her light you DJ Professor Supreme, a cisgendered heterosexual man. Do you feel like this is an example of her dimming her light or not, in your opinion? Let me play it one more time. A couple years, nobody is going to call him Simone Biles' husband. They'll call me Jonathan Owen's wife. Speaking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people are going to call you Simone Biles' greatest gymnast of all time. 
not Jesse Owens' wife. Yeah, you dimmed your light. She dimmed her light, sis. You did. She did. Yes. When we get back, we're going to go to the phone lines. <laughs> we're going to hit it. We're going to hit them up when we get back. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I am joined by our group chat Thursday of the week fam. We've got DJ Supreme here. TJ's quiet today, mm-hmm. okay? But she's here. <laughs> she's here. And we, we're we in the group chat topic of the week, which was sparked by Simone Biles and her uh, husband, Jonathan Owens, when they were on the Pivot podcast. And a lot of people felt like she dimmed her light to big him up. Um, and so I wanted to go to the phone lines because I wanted to get from y'all. Like, have you ever felt like in order to be a cheerleader for your partner, you had to dim your light? Let's go to the phone lines. Hi, I was calling in regards to the question, does being a cheerleader for your significant other mean that you've got to dim your light? Absolutely not. I believe that being a cheerleader means just being supportive and being encouraging. And that's something that you should be for each other. And if you can't be that for each other, then you don't need to be in a relationship. Okay. Quick and easy. <laughs> Summed it up. Summed it up. Let's go to the next caller. Hey, Amanda Seals. I wanted to talk about the Simone Biles situation. And I think that you can't really overhype your partner. You can't cheer for them too much. I mean, it's always a time and a place. I've had people over talk about their partner and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Who wants to hear this? Like, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? But when talking about your partner, I don't think that it ever it ever dims your light. It's about the language that you use. I would never use language that dims my light in general because that's a self-esteem thing. My self-esteem is too high to even use language that is going to on me so but I don't yeah I don't think that it could ever dim my life because I know who I am and I'm confident and rooted and grounded in who I am so that could never dim my life oh yeah but I (laughs) (laughs) the person in the back said okay okay you know he said something very poignant right there though he was like I wouldn't use language that diminished myself because that's a self-esteem thing yeah and that is very real y'all like self-esteem and feeling like you can still like show up as like the bright light in the room without having to without it like overpowering someone is a real thing and I think some people feel like well why would somebody who's like really great at what they do why would they have self-esteem issues but I can tell you like I have always been an outspoken person. I've always been somebody who, you know, was willing to like stand for people, stand up for stuff. I was was very fortunate to have a lot of like um, skills like in the artistic space. So I really got like to be in front a lot. But I would be told all the time, like, you're doing too much. You're too Mm. you're too this. You're too that. You're too this. You're too that. By folks who 
weren't even competing with me. Like they weren't necessarily yeah. like even doing the same thing. They felt that like me shining was like taken away from them. Yeah. So then they would put that on me and then I would internalize that. And so then over time I started to feel like, okay, let me like, let me not do my best. Let me not. Mm, I can relate. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me let me not like be as awesome as I know that I can be at this because I don't want to like make it bad for anybody else. I don't want to I don't want to overpower. I don't want to be a quote unquote show off. Like they look at it like that's right. Stay small. That's deep. Seals. That's deep. <laughs> wow. I don't know if you're making fun of me or you're agreeing with no, me. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's deep. <laughs> no, it's, you have to date on your level. That's part of the reason why, because situations like that and you know when people be like oh Amanda Seals don't give regular guys a chance so on and so forth that's an issue that you have to deal with that you know a lot of people don't even take that into consideration so that's deep for the record I've actually only given regular guys a chance <laughs> like I feel like nah, I you got some celebrities less. you got some celebrities they're very regular, <laughs> for the record <laughs> I mean what I okay when I say I only give I just mean like I have never ever considered that to be like a problem like a cat that does HVAC I, I dated but a bus people driver. would think that though like people would assume that People assume that because they're right. I shouldn't be dating those guys because they're not on my level and it's going to be a problem. And when I say on my level, I don't just mean like a money thing. I mean like a mind thing too. Mm. Like they're, you know, like we're just not, we have different ideas about where we need to be and what we need to be doing and stuff. And unfortunately this Western society or not even just society in general tells men, if you not the bright light in the room, then you slipping in your manhood. And that's wrong. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. We're in the midst of our group chat topic of the week, talking about when you're a cheerleader for your partner, do you dim your own light? Let's go to the phone line. Good morning, man. I'm calling about the Biles and Owens conversation. Um, being the world's best gymnast, and a famous personality does not automate automatically make you the greatest wife in the world. Um, and you guys asked about their relationship, not about their celebrity status or athletic status. Um, you asked about the relationship, so maybe he is the catch as far as the relationship goes. And also, in the man's world and everything like that, maybe these rich men out here, but all of us that are not, all of us men that are not rich, get pooped on every day, all the time. By women and men, especially as black men, so does not does not bring that up. It's a, it's a woman's world. Y'all we, 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 y'all get praised even when y'all not doing well. Like it's it's a lot of terrible women out here that they they believe that they uh, deserve praise just because they're women. So I don't think that's the case either. But again, like I said, being the best gymnast in the world does not make you the best girlfriend in the world. Um, Future was the one of the best music artists ever during that time, and look what how what, look what kind of father and, and boyfriend or husband he was. So um, yeah, you cannot say somebody's a catch just because they the the more famous person in their field or whatever like that. Someone is a catch in a relationship when they're a good wife or a good husband. Okay, so let's run it down real quick. Um, so we were not saying that she is the catch because she is the best gymnast in the world. Actually, the context when I was talking about the catch was within the context that we are in a world that is still patriarchal. 
even though you seem to have a bunch of terrible women around you that are apparently getting the key to the city and um, honorary degrees because of their terribleness, because that's how you made it sound. Uh, That is absolutely not the case systemically and institutionally. We still live in a nation, particularly in this country, where women are not even allowed to make decisions about their bodies. Like literally in Texas, they just passed a law that said that doctors are not obligated to perform abortions to save a woman's life. So what that tells you is that women's lives are not valuable. And this is being decided largely in part by men who have zero medical expertise. They simply just don't want women to have any value. So you have to look at big concepts like that because they trickle down to culture. So when we have a society that says women aren't valuable, but then we have men over here like, I'm the catch, that continues to devalue women. Mm. Supreme, do you have anything you'd like to add before we get out of here? Because I mean, uh, it's levels <laughs> to everything that was said, and you can look at it on face value or you can look at it deeper than that. He did make a good point where he said, you know, Future was the best rapper of all times at one yes, point in time, but he's you can't say that he's a, a great father and a great husband. So, yeah, it's but all, nobody was wait, but nobody was trying to say what kind of wife she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in context. Like I said from the jump, I feel like they they they. Get Gave the layup for dude to, to to spark this whole conversation. So we're falling right into the pivot podcast bait. Shout to the fellas. Shout to the fellas. I believe that you could only be baited if you are the prey. Because <laughs> they wouldn't have baited me. Okay. If you was on your if you was on your dean, they wouldn't have got you down. All right. And that's how I feel about that. Shout out to everybody out there in relationships. Listen, as I said on my Instagram, you can show love and light and lift up your partner without having to dim yours and put yourself down. And your partner should never want you to do that in order to do that for them. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we are in the midst of our group chat topic of the week. We actually have one more caller. Uh, the conversation that we've been having is like, can you... Or how do you be a cheerleader for your partner without dimming your light? Is it possible? Let's hear from our last caller. Hey, man, this is James calling from D.C. Listen, hey. I was listening to with, with the Simone Biles and dimming her light to her husband. That's cool if it's her choice, if she wants to do that, or it's a mutual decision. I mean, he shouldn't be just telling her to do that, and then she got to do it. Because, you know, you can uh, submit, I don't want to say submit to you, to your husband, but defer to your husband because he's the house, head of the household. But I don't think, you know, there's a problem with it as long as they mutually decide that. 
and she's and she's with that and she's with that choice i mean it's cool to do that but he should be a cheerleader for her too i mean for whatever she's doing whatever she's trying to do and accomplish too be some equality there cheer for one another but if it has to be when one dims the light to, to bring up the other one then it should be a mutual decision not just one way that's just how i feel about that thanks mm. Do we feel like there's anything worth noting that like, if you as a woman decide, okay, I'm going to dim my light for my man, that that is usually um, encouraged by like problematic things. Like I feel like it looks that way. It does. It looks that way. Cause I'm like, I don't know why my man would even want me to do that. They're in the public eye and it's going to look mm-hmm. a certain way when she says certain things and he says certain things. So they both need to be conscious and aware of that. When they do interviews, they should have did some pre interview talk. What are we going to go on here and talk about what are we not going to go on here and talk about? Cause I can see it from both ways in, in this It's because they're in the public eye. I mean, I think it's true. I mean, I will say that when you're in the public eye, you can't be like flippant in how you talk about things, mm-hmm. right? Like even just forgetting the word and or saying, but instead of and can change the whole meaning yeah, yes, of yes, a phrase, right? Yes. And people will absolutely parse out every little, you know, word you said and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. So like, that's a real thing. Um, they're young people. For Simone, I don't think y'all understand that when you're a gymnast at her level, like you have been sheltered in such a way that... Mm. It is a very different experience in the world for you than it is for those of us who were in like regular school, you know, for 12 years and, you know, playing sports and going to prom and stuff like Simone Biles has been an elite level gymnast training like eight hours a day with the same people every day, like getting tutored, like since she was like 11 or something like that. Yes, so, yes, yeah, yeah. you know, like her experience with men and even just the world, like, you, listen, I went to school. Until I got to college, like, I was very innocent and naive. Like, I definitely had a full, like, <laughs> mind-blowing... I was like, these are men. Like, where am I? <laughs> so, I can only imagine, you know, with this young lady. Also, like, she just has had, like, a like her upbringing. There's just been a lot of twists and turns. And I feel like it's really a great thing that she has been able to find something solid. Because she literally, like you know, came up in foster care and in her formative, in her early formative years. Yeah. Like she came up in foster care. So, you know, when you lose a parent early on in that way, like Mm -hmm. even if like a parent got deployed to go to war, like your seven month old baby body doesn't know that. Wow. But it feels the experience of exit. And so for the rest of your life, you are like, you know, moving in a certain way to to fix that. And it's important to have people around you that help you make good decisions and not just ones that are out of trauma. Yeah. Wow. I think that's that's deep. We went <laughs> yeah. there today. We went there today. <laughs> but, you know, we've been talking about cheerleading. And so here's a cheer that you guys can deploy for your partners. You've got to be progressive. Be, be progressive. Don't be possessive. Be, be possessive. B-E-I-N-P-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. Be impressive. Don't be, be oppressive. Yes. 
Those words of the day have been working out for us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm doing spirit fingers right now. I'm doing spirit fingers. Yay! Coming up in our next group chat Thursday, it continues because we're going to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. I had a man tell me that you got to be a cheerleader in bed and sex one time. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to get into a group chat topic. And boy, we never really talk about this much on the show, but we're going to talk about it today. S-E-X. Maybe we don't talk about it a lot because TJ was the executive producer of an inspiration show for seven years. Maybe that's why. But today we're going to talk about it. It's sexy time here at the Amanda Seals Show. We're going to get into this conversation about sex in your relationship. You know, 50 Cent just said that he's going to be abstinent, like celibate all year long, and he's in a relationship. Mm. So I'm curious, like, how important is sex to your relationships? We'll get into it when we get back to the Amanda Seals show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. We're in the midst of a group chat Thursday. I know this is a conversation that's usually reserved for... The Quiet Storm. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Ralph Tresvant. Uh, um, nice, but we're gonna have it during the day, which is also a very nice time to have sex. Today's conversation is sex in your relationship. How important is it? Now, I saw a clip where Shannon Sharp was talking to Ocho Cinco, and basically, he Ocho Cinco was like, you know me and my wife like have to schedule sex because we got so much going on. And Shannon mm-hmm. was just appalled by this. He was like, ah, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, sometimes it's just ain't time for sex. He was like, it's time for sex when I wake up, mm-hmm. which made me be like, maybe I don't need to go on Shannon Sharp show, but it's <laughs> like, this is a lot of energy. Um, but nonetheless, it made me say we wanted to, I made me say like, let's talk about it because I feel like when you get older, Sex plays a different role in your relationship than when you're younger. I know it is. I know it did for me. Like when I was younger, I really felt like every relationship was driven by sex. Like that was basically how things kind of even got to another level. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, and um, it was so like important, but not in like the right way. And I feel like this younger generation, they seem to have a bit of a better handle on that. They do. Maybe I'm... They do. You feel like they do? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, they're not as sex driven as previous generations. Probably. Do you think so? I do because they. <laughs> I think that it's not as sex driven because it's overexposed. Nice. Like yeah. it's everywhere for them. Like before, it was like taboo thing. Sex is at the palm of their their fingertips twenty four seven. That's true. That's true. With with Shannon Sharp saying, well, you know, Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp, two totally different opinions on it or viewpoints on mm-hmm. it. When Shannon Sharp saying he expects it just because he wakes up, actually, that sounds a bit harsh. But the thing, the thing that that really supreme, not to get in your business, but 
it seems but as to get if in your business. <laughs> couples before marriage, it seems like, you know, it's, it's oh. like sex is just popping. But then there's this, this thing where they say married couples don't have sex. Is that a thing? I mean, I can speak on both viewpoints because as a single person, I feel like sex is way more valuable when you're a single man as opposed to when you're married or in a long-term relationship. It's not as important. Not to, It is an important part of any relationship. The The drive isn't there, in my opinion, when you... You know what I think part of it has to do with? Access. Yeah. Like, when y'all aren't living together, like, it's something that you can, like fantasize about and think about yeah. because it's not at your fingertips. When they right there, you like <sighs> Yeah. Take a shower. You gotta prioritize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like yeah, that that's the perfect way to summarize it. Like it's Or is it the bonnet that you're looking at? And and the the, the guy no, with the no, hole it doesn't it. have anything to do with that at all at all. Some guys like that. They yeah. actually turned on by like, ooh, you in your natural state. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I will say that one of the things that like threw Shannon Sharp off was them scheduling sex. So I want to talk about that when we get back because even though I wasn't married, I lived with somebody for three years and mm-hmm. it mimicked the the space and place of marriage and scheduling sex ends up being something that I think a lot of people don't anticipate, but I've seen a lot of people have to go that route. And I want to talk about it when we get back right here to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and we are in the midst of a group chat Thursday, and we are talking about sexy time, okay? How important is sex to the relationship? Now, I was talking about how I saw this interview with um, Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp, and Ocho Cinco said him and his wife have to schedule sex, and Shannon was just appalled by this. I feel like I would have been appalled by that before I lived with someone for a long time. Because <laughs> it would have felt like, oh, it's so inorganic. You know, yeah. it's so just like, oh my gosh, like if we have to schedule it, there's nothing sexy about that. I can tell you, once you have a, a whole adult life, and I don't even got kids, so I can't even yeah. imagine when you got kids. Uh, once you have a whole adult life, scheduling it ends up being the thing that you can fantasize about. Yeah. Like how I was saying in the I last break, like when yeah. you when you not with when you don't live with somebody, you can like fantasize about the sex and that makes it a little bit more popping. I feel mm-hmm. like when you have a whole life going on with somebody, it's like, okay, we going Saturday. Mm, I get with you. 
Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you just think about how you uh, uh, have a schedule for everything else. So just imagine, like, if you're planning a cruise or you're planning to go to an island somewhere and you're excited about it, you're getting your clothes ready for it. You're like, yes, I can't wait. So yes. if it's a sexual appointment, you're getting ready for it. I, I thought it was weird at first, but the more we talk about it, I, you're just looking at it on your schedule. You're like, I'm going to wear this. I'm going to put on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to smell get like this. Down. On Saturday, yes. I'm gonna get told yes. on Saturday. And then I feel like if you're on that type of schedule, when it's off schedule, is more important, or it's more, it feels more organic when it's off of that schedule. But if you have a set schedule time, you know, okay, this is when this is gonna happen. But if you know, a little extra credit never hurt anybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little AP, little AP course. You know what I'm I just think it's um, it's just one of those things that life changes, and you got to handle things in your life differently. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Like as you mature and you grow up, and like the the way your life is set up changes. Like you're gonna have to set up things in a different way, and sometimes. Um, you know, there's something special in like feeling like something was planned for. Like, I I feel like if you tell me like, I got you Saturday is going down. That means that I know that you thinking about it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but when th- we come back, I want to talk about just kind of the 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 trouble part when when the sex ain't good with a partner. Like what? How does that affect a relationship. Ooh, TJ made a face. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and we are talking a little bit about some sex. All right, all right. Well, let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> By the way, my mom was like, do not play that song. I'm like, they're talking about HIV. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> that threw people off back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what throws people off is when you're in a relationship and it gets to a physical pinnacle and it don't pop. (sighs) What do you do? What do you do? I have had a scenario where someone like flew across an ocean Mm. and it wasn't hitting y'all. Wasn't... Mm. And you know when I knew that it wasn't going to be hitting <laughs> from the walk, when I saw them walking from <laughs> like walk. out the airport, I was oh, like, wow. I've you made a mistake. Knew? I've made a mistake. This, this ain't it. I knew. I knew. I said, I've made a mistake. I've made do an you, error. Do you give a person like that another chance or is it just? Well, a- we hadn't even, I hope that I'm wrong. I wasn't. Okay. Wow. I wasn't. I wasn't. Damn. It was rough. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> It was because they couldn't even kiss, you know, and I remember having to say, let's have a conversation. I'm really good at coddling a man's ego, like very, very good. I'm West Indian like that. We're taught how to do that. It's like, hey, can we talk about this? Yeah, Yeah, like I'm not going to be like, Dan, what was that with your tongue? I ain't like that. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be like, so how do we feel we can readjust our Interesting. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Oh yeah, because I'm I want a safe space. You know what? I have an ex who became a really good friend of mine. He said something. He was like, the goal is to always protect your partner's confidence. Mm. That's the goal mm. in any situation. That's bars. and so 
I remember when he told me that, like, I really like tried to practice that a lot. I miss the mark sometimes, but like, I really like try and hold that. And you can, you can protect a lot of situations from going left by just keeping that mindset. Like, mm-hmm. let me. Yeah, that, that's important right there. That's a good one. Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to Mac. So I was like, I had the conversation and the kissing did improve. But then he jackrabbited me and it was just like, Ugh. Well, wait a minute. What, what is the jackrabbit? Like, I'm a body. <laughs> I am a person. <laughs> like, And this should be sensual. Please. Like, it's lost. Yeah. TJ, look yeah. at TJ's face. You know, She's like, I feel for you. I, feel I, for you. I do. Because then that's like, well, can, is this over? Tell me when you're done. That's what that is. Tell me when you're like. done. Yeah, that's a horrible position. And a lot of women, more women than a few, have been in that situation. While the man thinking, I'm putting it down. And we sitting there like, let me know when you're done. The thing about that is, (laughs) where do you learn? You only learn through experience. And most people that learn are in relationships with someone that has. And then different women like different things. So. You know what, though? A lot of men are not receptive to Mm. learning. That's what I've run into. Like, even when I've like, you know, I've had to receive criticism, right? I've had to okay. take notes. Okay. Less, less teeth. Um, you know, like let's, 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 let's grip. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me share a quick story. I dated a guy. We dated a couple of months before we ever really got into it. I hope he ain't listening, but if he is, it, it ain't oh, a lot. Um, so, you know, he he was just really, really, really wanting it, you know. So I'm like, okay. So finally set it all up, scheduled it, damn near scheduled it. And um, when it happened, I was like, was did he not like he went mute? Like he didn't make a sound, like not a word. And then when we were in the done, midst. It, in the midst, then in the, we were done. He was like, oh, so you a gangster. Here. You this, you know. Then I was like, oh, you liked it? Oh, I loved it. I'm like... I didn't hear anything. Anything. But he didn't think that was masculine to make any kind of noise. Wow. So I'm like, you gotta make some noise, man. And I'm trying to lead by example. I don't want to say too much, but <laughs> the man would not make noise, and I just wasn't with that it. That like, is I, I, I can't hilarious. You put together a mixtape of sounds for you to deliver. This See, I, DJ, all we want to hear is you making a joyful noise until the Lord. But we want to hear. <laughs> I'm mad at that. I'm mad at that. I was like, man, you got to go. Okay. We want to hear. Like, I need to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Give me some guy. Like, where, where we at with it? Mm, that's wild. But you know what the other thing is, too? That we should do an after hour show. That's what you're right. doing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked right here on the Group Chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal, set it, y'all. 
Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we've been having a great group chat Thursday. Wouldn't you say so, folks? I feel like we've been having a great group chat Thursday. We done covered a lot of bases, okay? We done covered a lot of bases. I want to shout out George Wallace for joining us, too. Uh, We got to get into the word of the day. I love this word. I love this word. The word of the day is a verb, and the word DJ Supreme is glower. Glower. Uh, Could you spell it for me? Maybe that'll help. G, as if this is going to matter. <laughs> Let me buy some guy. <laughs> G-L-O-W-E-R. Glower. I would say that means to shine, to be in the light. You know, I'm out here just glowering on them this week, you know? <laughs> we glowering on them. That's not... um a bad suggestion it is wholly incorrect okay um, <laughs> no glowering but it's the opposite it's to look or stare with annoyance or anger okay so you have a mean glower it's like mean mugging okay Okay. So, like, if you're doing too much shining, a hater is going to glower at you. They over there glowering on me. <laughs> I'm just glowing. I'm glowing and they glowering. Like, what's that about? But I like it because it's just like a more, like, elevated word for, like, fix your face. Okay. Like, why are you glowering? Glowering. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, glowering you know, face dude over there. Yes. I'm a very big fan of like when you can curse somebody out without even using curse words, they just feel some type of way because you just use a bunch of words they don't know. It's one of my favorite ways to annoy white people. (laughs) Yes, I call it the Columbia curse out. All right, coming up this hour, we've got my IB No One for the week. So I'm going to drop some gems. And uh, I don't know, my my gem dropping is going to pale in comparison to George Wallace's because he was dropping some Mm. gems on us earlier in the show. So make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast because if you missed it, you need to hear it. We've also got some more uh, calls. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And it's time for me to hit y'all with some gems. Or should I say to drop some gems on y'all? Because I definitely listened to Mob Deep's third album this morning. Uh, I be knowing. It is Dr. King weekend. And this is a weekend where we remember somebody who really put their life on the line to bring the injustices of Black folks to the height of this country's visibility in order to get actual change. A lot of people, though, love to frame Dr. King as a brother who was asking for change versus one who was demanding of change. When I say a lot of people, I mean white people who think it's convenient to frame Dr. King as a Black person who was subservient to the American white hegemony and basically just stood his ground of passivity in order to get some laws passed. Baby, that's a fake story. Dr. King was out here putting his life on the line, but he was also sharing that light with so many brothers and sisters, not just, of course, uh, Rosa Parks, but also like Reverend Shuttlesworth and John Lewis Mm. and um, Diane Nash. You know, there were 
multiples of black folks who were in support of Dr. King, not because he was saying to them, if we just be some good black folks, they're going to help us. But because he was saying to them, we need to be together. We need to band together if we're going to get any change. And you know, at his time of death, if you watch the documentary King in the Wilderness, at his time of death, he wasn't even loved loudly by the American community. At the time of his assassination, he was dealing with anxiety. He was dealing with a lot of mental health issues because there was really just this constant feeling of hopelessness. I don't want anyone to ever think that we got the Voting Rights Act or the Civil Rights Act or the Housing Rights Act because it was altruism. It wasn't given to us because of them saying, you know what, you guys have have really proven your point, Black people. We're going to give you what you deserve. It was given because they felt ashamed mm. that in the light of the work that Dr. King had been doing as a passive aggressor, okay, he was aptly, he was de- deploying passivity, he still met a violent end. Mm. It was violence that got that. And the reality that people keep faking, failing to acknowledge is that Dr. King, when he left this earth unjustly, was saying y'all need to pay us your, our money. Mm. He was saying that there needs to be a change in labor laws. Reparations needs to happen. And he was also saying, you know what? We can't keep going about this in a passive way. So don't act like he was just surprisingly assassinated. He was assassinated because Dr. King was very alive and awake. And he was about to aliven and awaken a whole world of folks to what this country is about. In that breath... I need Jonathan Majors to stop talking about Dr. King's wife. I be knowing. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show, and it's time to get into your 60-second headlines. All right. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has been hospitalized since January 1st for complications following surgery to treat prostate cancer. By the way, they were keeping this very hush-hush for a while. It's been a secret illness. So the lack of transparency about his medical status alarmed members of Congress. Some who were like, um, you have to resign, buddy. But ultimately, nobody in Congress should be talking about transparency. Y'all are calling the others, well, the see-through kettle uh, see-through. Because honestly, the transparency has not been on your team. Y'all don't even admit to January 6th. So I need everybody in Congress to just focus on your future. That's it. Don't talk about nobody else. Then we have the Houston Rockets. Uh, The head coach, Ime Udoka, and actress Nia Long, they've reached an agreement in their custody battle over their 12-year-old son. So they're going to share joint custody of their child. Nia will get $32,500 a month in child support. A month! Uh, you know, I think that this is something that NBA Youngboy should really pay attention to. <laughs> because we said yesterday that he has 11 kids and is not big on fatherhood. And I just feel like, actually, it's not him that he should be paying attention. It's the children's mothers. Y'all ain't doing it right. Y'all ain't doing it right because Nia over here getting 32K. Next up, 40 years after the release of the iconic movie Purple Rain, a stage adaptation of Prince's cinematic magnum opus is in the works. I cannot wait for this. Uh, It seems like the color purple is actually winning this year. The literal color purple. Because listen, we already got color purple and we about to get purple rain. 
Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies star John Morant is out for the rest of the 23-24 season after suffering a partial dislocation of his right shoulder while picking up a Uzi. I'm joking. Uh, while <laughs> drinking. <laughs> It's not funny. It's not funny. Stop laughing, Supreme. Stop laughing. During a training session. By the way, he just returned from a 25-game suspension. So he's going to get more rest. And while you're resting, Ja, if you're listening, rest by yourself. Okay? Don't rest with none of them homies of yours that have Wi-Fi. None of them. Mm. Make them check their phone at the door. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Today is a group chat Thursday where we play a lot of y'all's calls to talk about our chats. And we got another call on the line. What's up? Hey, this is Kim in Los Angeles. And I'm calling because I just watched this video. Everybody's talking about Vivica Fox this morning. And I was like, all right, let me see what, what she's had to say. And apparently she was asked by TMZ or whomever about Taraji's conversation where she was talking about how she wasn't being treated the way she should be based on her resume and her acting skills and experience and all that and not being paid what she's worth and all that. And then she just went on to say that, well, that just wasn't my experience. Like, you know, oh, I appreciate the sisters supporting each other, you know, but that's just, but what she just said was not supporting your sister though, yo, that wasn't. You were not supporting her by acting as if, oh, well, I'm all fine here. And, you know, that's not my experience. Like, how about if you don't agree with her or that say nothing, but to say when someone is asking you about what your black sister actress has said, and then to act as if this is not a problem is BS. All right, I'm out. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> That wasn't voting inventing, but that was driving inventing because she was like, I am bothered. Now, we actually have the audio from Vivica. So let's hear what our good sis on the phone was so bothered about. So we want to know, do you feel like um, now is the perfect time to have the conversation that Taraji kind of continued over Monique? You know, you're an actress. You've been out there. You know, darling, to each his own. Do you know what I mean? I'm very happy, very blessed. And... Uh, to each his own. I didn't have that experience, so, you know, but to uh, get your piece out is important. I totally understand that, and uh, I love my girls for looking out for each other, but uh, I'm good. Mm. Why do we do that? She's trying really to mess up that? her money. Like, that's but how would you like, mess up your money? You not I, like they didn't ask you about you. If you look at the video, she was real mm-hmm. stand, like she didn't even want to answer the question. She was trying to get up out of the paint. <laughs> let me think how I would have answered that question because let me tell you, they do run up on you when you come out the airport. <laughs> you be like, I'm just getting off this plane. Like, y'all, I am not. I've had to tell them before, like, I can't even do it, y'all. Do you see me? That would have been a better response right there. That would have been a better response right there. My response would have been, you know, I think that there's a lot of complaints that are coming out right now in a number of different labor fields that need to be listened to and heard. And if this is my sister's experience, then we need to honor it and we need to make the changes and adjustments so that she and the rest of us don't ever have to experience this in the future. But um, 
That's simple. I just think that there's always this feeling that people need to protect themselves, but it's like you end up centering yourself and like actually like drawing attention yeah. to yourself. <laughs> and a lot allying with the people that's doing whatever they're doing. Cause it sounds like you kind of defending them a little bit. I'ma let that settle right there for y'all. Okay. We'll be right back. To the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Thank y'all for joining us on this lovely Thursday. We talked a lot in the group chat today. We had our headliner of the week, the legendary George Wallace, joined us to talk about Cat Williams. We had our group chat topic of the week. We, I've really enjoyed talking about this. Uh, does being a cheerleader for your partner mean dimming your light? Okay. Especially as we've seen just like, gender roles shift and we're seeing just a lot more expansion of like opportunity for folks we are gonna see a lot of folks feeling some type of way for not being quote unquote the head of or the leader of in the way that the world has told them that they have to be there's so many ways to lead and so many ways to be the head of the house without having to just fall into old patriarchal formations okay we also talked about scheduling sex in a relationship. <laughs> if you want to be the head of the house, you know what I'm saying? Put that on the calendar. All right. Uh, we also got into honoring Dr. King as his birthday is celebrated on Monday right here in the United States. So that's how it went down. If you missed it, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. I also hope that you guys will follow us on Instagram at Seals Said It. Follow us at Seal Set It on Instagram and YouTube and you can check out clips from the show as well as engage with us and um, stay up to date on who's coming on the show and what we're going to be talking about, all right? Now, coming up on Friday's show, it's going to be a fun Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. NWA and Lil John are spreading black joy. We're also going to share some things I learned this week and the public seals announcement, my PSA. We got the black spin. We're going to go down memory lane and highlight hip-hop songs that defined my college years. You know, I'm already hyped just even telling y'all about it. All that and more on Friday's The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.